martial law. All constitutional rights have been suspended. Stay in your home. Do not attempt to contact loved ones, insurance agents, or attorneys. Shut up. Do not attempt to think or depression may occur. Stay in your home. Curfew is at 7 p.m. sharp after work. Anyone caught outside the gates of their subdivision sectors after curfew will be shot. Remain calm. Do not panic. Your neighborhood watch officer will be by to collect urine samples in the morning. Anyone caught interfering with the collection of urine samples will be shot. Stay in your home. Remain calm. The number one enemy of progress is question. National security is more important than individual will. All sports broadcasts will proceed as normal. No more than two people may gather anywhere without permission. Use only the drugs prescribed by your boss or supervisor. Shut up! Be happy! Obey all orders without question! The comfort you've demanded is now mandatory. Be happy. At last, everything is done for you. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN. I am your host, Chris Switzer. And today is the 17th of February on the Roman... Gregorian calendar, the year 2024, and as far as I can tell, if we're looking at the Enochian or Hebrew calendar, we're looking at a a different day, which would be the eighth day of the month of Adar, which is the twelfth Hebrew month on the calendar, coming to the end of the the year, actually. And it's the 6,006th year. Today would be the first quarter Shabbat, Sabbath. Before I get into things here, I just want to ask for your help for RBN. I'm going to read to you an update uh, from yesterday on republicbroadcasting.org, which you can visit now and hit the donate button. Just skip ahead. (laughs) RBN has nearly exhausted all funds. Explanation point. Please send in gifts or contact us to help continue our broadcast and websites and pay for our production. You can also call toll-free 800-724-2719, extension 3, or you can just send a check or money order off in the mail. Make it payable to RBN, and you would address it to 2251 Double Creek Drive, number 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. Again, that is 2251 Double Creek Drive, number 302, 
Round Rock, Texas, 78664. And again, as always, you can visit republicbroadcasting.org and just hit that donate button. If you're able, please help. You will keep broadcasts like mine on the air and all the other wonderful broadcasts that you listen to here on Republic Broadcasting Network. All right, last week I was reading from Second Estras, which I find fascinating and very illuminating. And it's no wonder that they call it apocryphal and that it's removed from most common Bibles that you'd have in your household today. But it was there. It was there in both the Geneva 1590 Bible as well as the authorized King James 1611 Bible. So if you have one of those, you would still have it in hand, of course. And it's no wonder, because when you read these books and you see the prophecies being spoken of, you'll see that it's revealing the very same people groups and principalities behind the destruction of everything. So, in other words, yes, they seek to hide themselves because they know it's them written about in prophecy. They're not stupid. They're just wicked. They're very, very wicked because they are the synagogue of Satan spoken of. In John 8.4.4, they are of their father, the devil. And Yahusha rebuked them in Revelation 2.9 and Revelation 3.9 and other places in the Gospels. If you have a connection to the internet, you'd like to follow along with me today, I've chosen to start reading from the book put out by the God Culture, a Bible research group co-founded by Timothy Schwab. And you can go to twoesdras.org. So the number two, esdras, E-S-D-R-A-S, dot org. And you can download a free copy of the book they published, which includes Second Esdras in its entirety, but also a commentary forward where they prove that it is Torah-tested. You know, it should be canon. So I'm going to jump right into it. Well, actually, you know what? First, I'm going to read the final instructions and benediction from Paul's epistle to Thessalonica, the Thessalonian church. We're going to go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, starting at verse 12, right to the finish. But brothers, we beg you to know those who labor among you and are over you in the master and admonish you and to hold them in the highest regard and love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. And we appeal to you, brothers, warn those who are disorderly, encourage the faint hearted, uphold the weak and be patient with all. 
See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good both for yourselves and for all. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In all give thanks, for this is the desire of Elohim in Yahushua HaMashiach for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Prove them all. Hold fast what is good. Keep back from every form of wickedness. And the Elohim of peace himself set you completely apart. And your entire spirit and being and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our master, Yahusha HaMashiach. He who calls you trustworthy, who also shall do it. Brothers, pray for us. Greet all the brethren with a set-apart kiss or a holy kiss. I charge you by the master that this letter be read to all the set-apart brothers or holy brothers. The grace of our master, Yahusha HaMashiach, be with you. Amen. Amen. And again, you can download the PDF that I am reading from at toesdras.org, which is actually considered the fourth book in the books of Ezra, E-Z-R-A, which you will read now. This is the forward to the book published by The God Culture from toesdras.org. The forward by Timothy Schwab, author, publisher, researcher, speaker, singer-songwriter, and founder of The God Culture, a non-Pharisee and proudly so. In our extensive research restoring biblical geography and scripture through exhaustive testing and supporting detail, we have often visited the books of 1st and 2nd Esdras. Esdras is simply the Latin and Greek form of Ezra, the prophet who actually wrote at least four books. The rabbis catalog these as 1st Ezra equals Ezra, which you can find in the modern Old Testament canon. Second Ezra is actually Nehemiah, which is commonly found in the Old Testament canon, just like Ezra. The third book of Ezra is actually 1st Esdras, which is mislabeled as Apocrypha, which is a meaningless classification. They just don't want you to look at it. And it was again originally published in the authorized King James 1611, along with which is considered the fourth book of Ezra, which is second Esdras, which is also mislabeled as Apocrypha. And it is published and found in the authorized King James 1611. Understand, first and second Esdras are translated into English, a major undertaking in that day especially, and published in the original authorized 1611 King James Bible, as well as the original 1560 Geneva Bible, and I think I said 1590 earlier, so again, any errors that you will hear on this broadcast are mine and mine alone, as I am a man, and I am not perfect. And if you find me an error in anything, please let me know. You can email me at thefreedomministry at protonmail.com, or you can simply call into the show 
and air your concern, question, comment live. And before I continue on, if you wish to do that, you can dial 512-248-8252. I just ask you be intelligent and respectful, and you will have your dime. Again, you can dial 512-248-8252 with any questions, comments, concerns, feedback. Please, this is your show as much as it is mine. So, they would not have gone to such trouble to translate these first and second Esdras, just as they did other scripture, unless they viewed these as useful, whether separated into a different category or not. They are in the 1611 KGB and 1560 Geneva Bibles, period. Thus, we should know them, and publishing them would be a waste of a massive amount of time and resources otherwise. Yet, they did. Right? Must have some import. The Geneva Bible separates these and notes that they are for edification, which connotation is an endorsement of their value, whether they even called scripture or not. Let's cut through the modern political correctness nonsense in scholarship. If the 1560 Geneva and 1611 KJV Bibles translated these works into English and published them, they read and used these books. So why don't we? Why doesn't every church? Who censored these, and how could they be dropped from most modern Bibles? Even the KJV-only crowd seemed to be largely unaware, not all, that these books were published in the original 1611 KJV, yet many act as if they are not. They are not sticking to the King James Version if they are not using First and Second Ezra's, and there are other books in there as well that are considered apocryphal. So they need to reclassify themselves as partial KJV only. Second Esdras is even anchored to Moshiach's quoting. So Messiah quotes Second Esdras. Can someone explain how it is that something Messiah quoted could be eliminated from publishing? Even the Geneva Bible's diminutive language still definitely offers evidence that these are useful books to be read along with Scripture. And there is no debating that because they are published in 1560 and the 1611 periods. It matters not whether a Catholic council branded them with their seal of approval. They have no authority to change what the temple priests already kept. And we will unveil research in this book which makes such connection with 1st and 2nd Esdras to the Dead Sea Scrolls found in Qumran. Many will find this enlightening and well-proven. Also, the Catholic claim of compiling the Bible, quote-unquote, is not accurate in regards to the Old Testament, which, we now know, was already compiled in Qumran, as every book in the modern Old Testament canon was found in the Dead Sea Scrolls, with the exception of Esther. Esther. And it's to be debated whether Esther is a real inspired book of Elohim at all. Read it, and you tell me the theme. Is it different from the rest of the books? Just a little? I digress. The question remains, who do any of these councils think they are in usurping authority to change what was definitively kept as the Old Testament? That cannot change. The fact that they keep changing it 
is a sign of the presence of Pharisee leaven. Only in their paradigm is it acceptable to add and remove books. In the Bibles, that act brings dire consequences. Just read the end of the whole book. Revelation, right? Don't add or take from it. They even marginalize the entire Old Testament in ignorance, but what brazen gall it takes for any group to claim such authority. They do not even have to remove the very name of Yahuwah over 6,800 times in the Old Testament in order to replace it with their Samaritan practice of calling their God Lord, or in Hebrew, Baal. How could we lose books that were read as scripture, whether equated as Genesis or not? How can we be missing books that the exiled temple priests called Torah, and inspired scripture even? Why on earth isn't the church in all of scholarship seeking answers to these questions? They dare not. First and second Esdras are categorized as apocrypha, which is a meaningless description of books that are considered by the rabbis as outside of their canon. Yes, the Catholic Church is essentially following Pharisee doctrine and using their terms in ignorance, which is no surprise, as the Catholic Church appears a Pharisee infusion of the Persian Babylonian religion with that of Yahuwah, just as the rabbis did in Samaria, before attacking and conquering the temple in 165 BC. This attempt is always rebuked in scripture. The Pharisee canon is impertinent, as they are not, and never were, the biblical keepers of scripture, nor is the Catholic Church, especially not for the Old Testament, in which they, and the Pharisees, changed and we now possess such proof of their fraud. We have the original Bible from Messiah's day. However, amazingly, even the Protestant church looks to the Pharisees as if they were Levites. As if they were Levites. And I know a lot of you out there listening might think the Levites are the Pharisees and that the Levites are terrible. It's not so. You have been bamboozled. This is a concerted effort, a vast conspiracy to hide Yahuwah and his word and his prophecies. And they are not, are not, never will be. The Pharisees are not and were not Levites. Changing their name to Cohen or even Netanyahu from his family's Polish name does not change these facts. That role was entrusted to the Aaronic Levite priests, whom they exiled and illegally replaced, defiling the temple according to these writings. These Levites would manage the temple worship appointed by Jacob, Jacob, and Jubilee, by by Deuteronomy 21-21. Right after the break, folks. Stay tuned. Have been suspended. Stay in your home. Do not attempt to contact loved ones, insurance agents, or attorneys. Shut up. Do not attempt. 
Charles de Gaulle once said, actually, it's difficult to envision in this regard any other criterion, any other standard than gold. Yes, gold, which does not change in nature, which can be made into either bars, ingots, or coins, which has no nationality, and which is considered in all places and all times the immutable and judiciary value par excellence. So when the question is, why gold? It's simple, my friends. The answer to that question is simply, why not? Like it or not, precious metals will always be the world's reserve currency, even though nations do not define their currency by their worth and say gold. Individuals still buy gold and silver to protect themselves from inflation. The more money a nation's central bank pours into the economy, the less value its currency, the dollar is, which means the price of everything else rises. $21 up for a bag of dog food. Seeing that the dollar is cheap, that's why the cost of everything goes up. It's because the buying power, the value of the dollar is tanked. It's worth nothing. And yet gold that your family would have owned in 1907 will buy at least the same amount of goods, if not far more. William McPhee once stated it's extraordinary how many emotional storms one may weather in safety if one is ballasted with ever so little gold. The truth about money, gold versus cash in a crisis, gold a valuable thing to store, the power of gold in times of crisis. Historical sketch of paper currency. Oh, and beware the Ides of Rare Coin Dealers and Alan Greenspan's speech on gold and economic freedom. How interesting. I'm going to give you gold and silver in five easy lessons. Seeking out the most efficient and most secure route to owning gold and converting it into widely accepted currency is the next best thing to enjoying gold-backed currency, my friends. In a world of central bankers hell-bent on devaluing our savings, you need to own private gold standard. Contact me, Jeffrey Bennett at Kettle Moraine Limited, by calling our phone number at 602-799-8214. That's 602-799-8214. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for Truth, Liberty, and Balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the Internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. We interrupt this program with a special bulletin. America is now under martial law. All constitutional rights have been suspended. Stay in your home. Do not attempt to contact loved ones, insurance agents, or attorneys. Shut up. Do not attempt. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN. I am your host, Chris Switzer. If you wish to check out any of my video content online while it's still there, you can do so for free at www.bitshoot.com forward slash the freedom ministry. The freedom ministry. As I said earlier, you can contact me by email at the freedom ministry 
at protonmail.com, thefreedomministry at protonmail.com. And yes, folks, RBN is in need of your help. Please, if you find it in your heart to do so and you are able financially, Yahuwah has blessed you with the means, please donate to RBN. You can do so by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Just hit the donate button, or you can just send a check or money order payable to RBN to 2251 Double Creek Drive, number 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. Or you can just dial 800-724-2719, extension 3, and they can take your card over the air instruct you on how to donate otherwise but it's definitely an easy thing to do before the break i was reading from the forward of the book published by the god culture from toesdras.org which you can download for free and we do have our first caller so we will take jeff's call in oregon hey jeff Hello, I'm kind of new, brand new listening to your show, but so I'll start out with what you're talking about today, something relevant to that. Would you say that the Puritan pilgrims in like Massachusetts, the Connecticut Valley in the years 1640 to 1650, would they have gone, the, the, the ministers of the meeting houses, would they have gone by the, this James Bible you're talking about? Uh, they probably would have uh, their their King James, I would imagine, the Authorized 1611, or uh, or a Geneva Bible, perhaps. Yeah, that would be the most. Okay, yeah, that's a kind of like a Calvinist thing, you know, Geneva. That's where Calvin was, and but uh, now in the New Testament, was it Jesus or uh, one of the disciples said something about it? Doesn't matter circumcised or uncircumcised Mm -hmm. in that Bible, James Bible, would that be in there? Oh, yeah. It's in most translations, including the King James, sure. See, see that that sort of bugs me that uh, Jesus supposed to be a prophet uh, would say something. Why, Why doesn't he say that it does matter? You shouldn't be circumcised because to me, it's sort of like the clitorectomy. Alex Jones would t- mention that, and others about uh, Africa doing clitorectomy on female. It seems the same thing that that could be causing mental illness. And and the Muslims, I, I guess the Islam religion, they do it too, circumcision. But they don't do it in England. They don't do it in the most European. Probably Russia doesn't. China. India, it's it's a minority, and it's a, just a self-fulfilling prophecy that that circumcision is going to make you a chosen people. So Jesus That's, should have said yeah. that, let's knock that off. Let's let's not do that no more. It's not good for your health. Okay, and you, you're entitled to that belief, obviously, in your opinion. Um, Yahusha, Jesus, is not a prophet, but the actual son of Elohim. You know, he is Messiah, God, 
Um, so yes, way more than a prophet, and his words carry weight and authority. Um, let me read you from Romans, okay, and maybe you'll get a, a more clearer picture of the, the new covenant. It, it's starting in Romans 2, chapter, 20, uh, chapter 2, verse 23. You who make your boast in the Torah, through the transgression of the Torah, do you disrespect Elohim? Do you disrespect God? For the name of Elohim is blasphemed among the nations because of you, which was prophesied in Isaiah 52.5 as well, as it has been written. For circumcision indeed profits if you practice the Torah. But if you are a transgressor of the Torah, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. So if an uncircumcised one watches over the righteousness of the Torah, shall not his uncircumcision be reckoned as circumcision? And the uncircumcised by nature who perfects the Torah shall judge you who notwithstanding letter and circumcision are a transgressor of the Torah. For he is not a Yehudi who is so outwardly, neither is circumcision that which is outward in the flesh. But, but a Yehudi who is so inwardly in circumcision is that of the heart in spirit, not literally whose praise is not from men, but from Elohim. And uh, we do have the break. I'll hold you over uh, to finish up. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back after the break. Stay tuned. Shut up! Be happy! Obey all orders without question! The comfort you've demanded is now... You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply, plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. Or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 
Extend your life with ExtendoVite. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. America is now under martial law. All constitutional rights have been suspended. Stay in your home. Do not attempt to contact loved ones, insurance agents, or attorneys. Shut up. Do not attempt. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. You're still listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN. And I'm still your host, Chris Switzer. We have the caller, Jeff, I believe, still holding. Um, He had a question about circumcision and why Yahusha wouldn't denounce the practice. Is is that that's my understanding of the question? Correct. Yeah. Well, I I just say Jesus. So Jesus Christ, or his disciples that said that. Okay. Um. Anyway, there. I read a book, a modern day book about it. That, um, that there's really no proof that uh, it, it does anything good, because that's why in the United States they started all this circumcision of of Christian ba- male babies, and there's no proof that really it does any good. It's just it's another way for them, that doctors or rabbis, to make money. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Let me, can I say something about the previous show that I, I tried to call the previous show the lady about talking about the health of her dogs and cats. Mm -hmm. Are you listening? Yes. And uh, I think we should, I live in a mobile home park and there people all around me have dogs and I think that. That kind of whether it was a recording I tried to call in or whether it was live today, um, we should get away as American people from our obsession with dogs and cats and start worrying about like when I went to shop for groceries yesterday in, in here in this Brookings, Oregon area, people sleeping in tents. It's usually white male, and there was a guy sleeping in a sleeping bags underneath a building, and I don't know why the people in the building don't say something or why they can't build some kind of shelters for people like that to at least have a, a like a like a dormitory, like an army dormitory with their own room. And we're spending all this money on dogs and cats, and how long they're going to live? Oh, my dog's dying. You're too young, or my cat dying too young, and I'm on a cell phone right now. And that what that lady said about 
a health concern. I worry about that, you know, that I'm these cell phones. That's why I never had one for a long time. But so I might be jeopardizing my, my brain, you know, with mm-hmm. cancer, even talking and trying to talk into this talk show. But forget about dogs and cats and let's start to concentrate on humans. And I, I that's all I want to say for now because okay. I got other things to do here. But I'll keep listening to your show and and respect your uh, Bible, you know, scholarship, you know, and, but, uh, so that's all, I guess, for now. No, I appreciate your call and, and your question, Jeff, and I'll, I'll try to, you know, wrap it up. Uh, I guess you're, you're going to go off air, and I'll, I'll try to, you know, give you a little, my take on it, I guess, my opinion um, as a man. So I appreciate the call, Jeff, and God bless you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Of course. Um, I, look, guys, I, I don't know how healthy it is um, to be, you know, the, the act of physical circumcision, uh, the removal of the foreskin on the penis of the male child. Um, I, I'm circumcised. That's all I can say. So I, I don't know any other way um, physically as in my own experience. I can't say that I am uh, adversely affected by it because I know no other way. I don't know what it would be like to not be circumcised but i think we're missing the boat here um as i tried to read in the previous scripture about the circumcision inwardly you know of the heart um and and that's what's impressed upon us by being renewed in the spirit the conversion the rebirth being born again that's what it's about and that goes to jeff's point with his talk about worrying about animals above our fellow man, um, which doesn't negate the truth that we love our animals. You've heard me on air. I know he's a new listener, but it's very apropos because the last couple weeks you've heard me talk about my cat, and she's still very sick, so I appreciate your prayers. But no, um, there is an import here, um, and of course it is Elohim first, before all. Everything is to glorify him. And to do his will. That's what it's all about. And the salvation for his special people. The Yahudim. Or spiritual Israel. The lost tribes. Who will come amongst us from certain places on earth. As it's said in scripture. But before I take your next call. I appreciate you calling in. I just want to read another scripture. Um, just going to this point. It's in Colossians chapter 2, and we'll start at verse 8, ending in verse 17. See to it that no one makes a prey of you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the elementary matters of the world, and not according to Messiah. Because in him dwells all the completeness of Elohimness bodily, and you have been made complete in him who is the head of all principality and authority. In him, you were also circumcised with a circumcision not made with hands, in the putting off of the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Messiah. So it's symbolic. It's symbolic. Having been buried with him in immersion, in which you also were raised with him through the belief in the working of Elohim, who raised him from the dead. 
and you being dead in your trespasses, and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having blotted out that which was written by hand against us, by the dogmas which stood against us. And he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the stake. Meaning he completed that, he conquered that, he conquered death on the cross. He fulfilled everything. Having stripped the principalities and the authorities, he made a public display of them, having prevailed over them in it. Let no one, therefore, judge you in eating or drinking, or in respect of a festival or a new moon or Sabbaths, which are a shadow of what is to come, but the body of the Messiah. The Messiah. The body of the Messiah is to give ruling on all matters, brethren, not the outsiders, not the Pharisees, not the Catholic Church, not the Baptist preacher down the road. Unless he is giving you the truth from the scripture, then perhaps, yes, but they're not the authority. The authority is he who conquered death on that tree. That's what it's all about, folks. We have a caller holding patiently. Thank you, Chance. We have Chance in West Virginia. Yes, hello, Chris. Can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. Yes, your last caller reminded me uh, about two things. When I start to see people show love and loyalty to each other the way I see cats and dogs do, to me, mm-hmm. only then will I reconsider most people. That's number one. Mm-hmm. And I and I just heard on Janice's show uh, earlier, I think it was a replay, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know that the tribe consumes newborn babies' foreskins from circumcision? Have you ever heard of that before? I'm very familiar, yes. I've protested oh, against it uh, right at Habad Lubavitch in Florida, uh, yes, I'm very intimately familiar. Wow, man, I'd really hate to think that my own foreskin of 64 years ago was served as an appetizer or an hors d'oeuvre at some damn bar mitzvah. Man, I'm going to have nightmares tonight for sure, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it's called the matzah bepa, um, the, the ritual that they do uh, today with you know the newborn babies and the rabbi. And they actually consume the blood right off the foreskin as they cut it. Um, you know, ritualistically right there as they're doing it. So I'm not aware of them saving it, eating it later, that sort of thing, but it definitely happens real time as they're doing the ritual. Wow, I'm going to be tossing and turning tonight. I better have a couple of uh, drinks before I go to sleep. All right, (laughs) thank you, Chris. God bless. You're welcome. God bless you, Chance. As always, brother, it's a pleasure hearing your voice. And if anybody would like to call in, Please, don't shy away. Just be intelligent, respectful, and you can say what you will. This is your show as much as it is mine, folks. 512-248-8252. 512-248-8252. And you can have your dime. And I'll get back to the reading here. I'm in the forward of the second Esdras publishing by The God Culture, found at toesdras.org. I was reading that the role of the 
keeping of the scriptures and the authority in the Old Testament times was the Aaronic Levite priests, who were exiled and illegally replaced, defiling the actual temple according to these writings. And I said that the Levites would manage the temple worship appointed by Jacob in Jubilees 45.16 and by Moshe in Deuteronomy 31.24-26. through 26. From the days of Solomon, this temple leadership were the sons of Zadok, Zadok, the Zadok priesthood. Specifically, within such lineage with other Levite families serving in courses approximately two weeks per year, plus feasts. That is what the Qumran documents identify in regards to these inhabitants, never Essenes, never the Essenes, which we will prove is the most illiterate scholarship in history. They were not Pharisees, nor rabbis, then, nor now, nor ever, and we prove this. In the beginning of the introduction, we will disseminate our research, again identifying Qumran as the temple priest's headquarters, for temple worship, and the library of scripture we would call the Old Testament, which was no longer in Jerusalem or Jerusalem. This is after they were exiled from the temple in Jerusalem by the Hasmoneans and Pharisees, who replaced them in leadership illegally. Illegally. And today they claim their imposter birthright and their imposter authority. Um, they've usurped it. They don't have it. They never did. Those imposters never have a say in what is or is not scripture. They are impertinent then and now. And I appreciate you calling in. Uh, we will jump to the next caller, Mike in Nebraska. What's on your mind, Mike? Hey, Mike. Mike in Nebraska. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris. I had the mute still on. <laughs> you're um, fine. Yeah. But anyway, Chris, I absolutely love the translation you're using because of its using of the actual names of God. Uh, I shouldn't even say God, of Elohim. Mm. What, uh, where are you getting that? Is that in any printed uh, version that you yeah. know of? Because I've had trouble oh, yeah. finding one. Oh, can you tell yes, me is. where? Of course. And it's what? called the scriptures. Um, you can go to ISR hyphen messianic.org I, I-S-R yeah. messianic.org Correct. Okay. Correct. And that stands for the Institute for Scripture Research. Uh, it's a group Wonderful. of guys in South Africa. Yes. Yeah, because it had been bothering me for a long time. I was going to buy Adobe and see if I could do something with it, but I was kind of scared <laughs> to touch the Word of God, you know? The Word right. of God. Um, yeah. Chris, and uh, reading just, I think it's kind of related, but reading Martin Luther's The Jew in Their Lives on the mm -hmm. priesthood and, and all that, how enlightening is that? You really have to watch which version or which translation you read of his, the longer one, where he really gets into it, into the priesthood and how they twist the scriptures after the, uh, after the kingdom passed from them and the Messiah came in, the, the Judah reigned. Um, but anyway, oh, I yeah. would just recommend that. But you have to watch because every one of them seems to apologize for Martin Luther like he went bonkers in his later years. Uh, <laughs> and they kind of take out some of the most, uh, am I right? <laughs> they do. Uh, sure. But 
they take out some of the most powerful stuff out of there, but I found the, the original translated by a wonderful man, and boy, it's powerful. And uh, yes. anyway, I just wanted to offer that. Thank you for your oh, reading. Thank you. I'll look forward to getting that. All right. Yes, and anybody that's interested, uh, the, the Bible I'm normally reading from, and I read from different translations, King James as well, um, is going to be isr-messianic.org, um, on, online at least, where you can get it. Um, it's the Institute for Scripture Research, and it's a good group of guys out of South Africa. And they uh, have restored the Hebrew names and a lot of the Hebrew terms, titles, locations, that sort of thing. And Chris, and, I wanted to ask you one, yeah, one more question when you get a moment. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, the uh, the name God being an acronym of Giver of Dominion, do you know who actually slipped that in? Was it maybe the Jews uh, did it through the Catholic Church? or And have you ever talked about that? God is actually an acronym? Um, I haven't gotten into, you know, anything long-winded about that specifically, but I did talk about the name of Elohim, or the name of God, um, I believe a week or two ago, um, maybe even okay. at this point. Um, but yes, I would recommend going to my Bitchu channel and checking out a, uh, one of my most recent videos, the name of Elohim, or the name of God, in 12 minutes. It's very, Wonderful. very insightful. Will do. All right. Well, thanks, Chris. I'll let you get back to yeah. it. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Mike. You got it. And uh, we're going to jump right to the next caller, another Mike in Kentucky. Hey, Mike. Well, um, on this topic, I think uh, there's, and I'm trying to find it, I'm looking, uh, exercise avails nothing, right? We've read that. You've read that one? It doesn't pertain to your salvation. Uh, it doesn't say not to exercise. You know, we know in modern, uh, you know, in modern life, we, maybe we, we don't have the type of, uh, uh, work a day, strenuous physical labor lifestyle and work that we used to do. So we know that exercise can help make up for that. Exercise avails nothing. I think it's the scripture. I just can't find it. Maybe an axe, but. Uh, I think the the concept is valid when it's applied toward circumcision. It's the same sort of thing. Circumcision avails nothing when it comes to you being saved. Absolutely. Isn't that, so that's the same no, thing, same concept almost. Yeah. But when it but when when it comes to the physical, uh, well, I hear the break music. Hey, I'll, I'll hold uh, you over, Mike. Uh, we'll we'll be right. right back after the break. Stay tuned, folks. Don't go anywhere. By your boss or supervisor. Shut up. Be happy. Obey all orders without question. The comfort you've demanded is now. Health simple with Colorado Shieldy. Fact bit number one: What goes in must come out. Whatever we ingest, breathe in, or transfer by contact must be expelled. Expelled directly as burned calories through perspiration, respiration, or expelled via urinary and gastric channels. Every element that is not properly used or removed by our bodies become toxins. And toxins, as we know, are causal to every disease and ailment. Toxins are what makes us subpar, unable to be at our best. Be your healthy best by cleansing your body of daily and deeply embedded toxins. Live stronger, and we hope live longer. She legit. 
legit shiojit that is like Colorado shiojit is perhaps the greatest homeopathic whole body remover of toxins made by Mother Earth. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pasture-raised meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasteurized meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass fed and grass finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture raised where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. We interrupt this program with a special bulletin. America is now under martial law. All constitutional rights have been suspended. Stay in your home. Do not attempt to contact loved ones insurance agent or attorney shut up Do not and we're back you're listening to the freedom ministry on rbn i'm still your host chris switzer we were talking to mike uh from kentucky um please continue mike well sorry there i didn't mean to cough so loud and uh sometimes i don't know how loud my phone is so i i listened there during the break at how loud i was um in, in any event, I think this is uh, its somewhat distracting, but it, it's important to somebody, I think, or we wouldn't be talking about it. But there are several issues that can happen uh, called stuck, what commonly called stuck, stuck penis. Uh, P-H-I-M-O-S-I-S. Mimosis is one of those uh, urological problems. And... Uh, it can usually go away on its own with proper hygiene and that kind of stuff, but I've known uh, cases, and probably it's one of those things that doesn't get talked about. I mm-hmm. happen to, I used to hang around and 
you know, like a Thanksgiving dinner or something like that, the traditional family meals, the men would go off to their own porch, you know, and, and us mm-hmm. children would have our own, uh, what would you say, table uh, for the children. Yeah. But if you if you didn't hang out at that table, you could sneak around and listen to the adults talk. So there was a, there was a case of that I heard about for somebody in the 1880s or 90s when they were, I think it was 1890s, and they didn't get, uh, proper care as a youngster and had no, uh, I guess it was too embarrassing or something. They did not bother getting married until they were like 50 something. And then mm-hmm. they couldn't, they could not perform, uh, uh, their husbandly duties because of this thing called phimosis. And so that led to that whole family, even though they have no Jewish connections or whatever, that became the, the thing is to get all their young boys circumcised. So, uh, right, and right. when when I grew up, you know, I, I had a curiosity about that because the rednecks in our grade school tore all the stalls out of the bathrooms. You know, so <laughs> we had no you know, we had no privacy. So you could see the difference yeah. in some of the boys when they were at the pee trough or whatever. You know, they could come up. They, yeah. We even had a trough. We didn't have urinals. You know. So it became something that, uh, you know, a mystery solved sort of thing. What is that, asking you shall receive? You know, you, you're curious enough, yeah. I think you get shown some of this stuff way before the Internet. I understood yeah. why some people were getting this done. But before the Internet, you couldn't look any of this stuff up readily. You had to go to the doctor or urologist or something mm-hmm. and find this stuff out. So I would encourage people to look this up, and you'll find out there was probably a cultural history for why this was done. You can imagine the first priests, the first high priest's mm-hmm. son who could not bring grandchildren because he he was had a stuck penis. <laughs> Eventually, right. that would probably be the inspiration for doing this. But, yeah. um, you know, uh, it was supposedly a dispensation that was given to uh, Moses or who? It goes back to somebody. I, I remember reading about where the, the first instance of it was commanded. It might have been under Moses. Yeah, it was actually. Um, I mean, on Abraham, they they uh, you know okay. they got circumcised. Um, I think Isaac at um, or Ish Ishmael at thirteen. Isaac was done at eight days, I believe. Um, but yeah, yeah. And I much later in life. Um, but we have uh, about thirty seconds, right. uh, not even like fifteen seconds All to right. break. Well, thanks. So, 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 like long. I said. What a distraction, this this issue. All right, thanks. Okay. You got it. You got it. And don't go anywhere, folks. We have a whole nother hour, and we will continue on with our reading of Second Esdras. Stay tuned. Without permission, use only the drugs prescribed by your boss or supervisor. Shut up. Be happy. Obey all orders without question. The comfort you've demanded is now... Shahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. 
The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. 